Mm-hmm. That's it. I was just, I was just pouring some coffee into my cup, off camera. And saw the, that. It's that. It's you saw that, but if it if it showed up, if it, it's gonna sound like I was, was peeing camera. on the stream. <laughs> Definitely, oh, you sound, weren't. It sounded like I was peeing. Yeah, I sure was. So it's all good either way. It's all good. Um, we should do. What, I mean, what are all these people doing in the chat right now? It is uh, Labor Day, guys. Labor Day means it's time to get back to work. Bunch of slackers. <laughs> just another just another day over here um my uh my, my brother my brother dj's weddings and stuff and uh and, and, and sometimes they can be really like you know pain in the butt you know like really high maintenance people and uh and it, you know bridezillas and shit they're always like this is my special day my brother's famous line is lady it might be your special day but it's just not a day to me and labor day it's just not a day to me. Can we start the show? You start the show. I forgot how. Let's do this. This is PSVR Gamescast Live, where we film live every single Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern. I guess it must be 6 p.m. Eastern, and it's probably one of those days. My name is Brian Paul from this channel right here, PSVR Without Parole. And the man, the guy, the gentleman, the dude to my right, AJ from The Underground. <coughs> Excuse me. PSVR Underground. <laughs> I'll, get, I'll get to out of my throat one of these days. <laughs> what is up, NGBP? What is up? NGGCs in the chat. Hello, welcome to PSVR Games Cast Live. New look, new refreshed look. I like how you just slap a logo on it and say, hey, I did a bunch of work. You're not fooling any of us. Happy Monday. Happy Labor Day. You know, Mondays usually suck, but this one should be a lot better. It's Labor Day. Hopefully, I hope a bunch of you are like off from work drinking beers. Uh, Shooting off fireworks, grilling out. <laughs> Is that the wrong holiday? I don't know. Mondays usually suck, but hopefully we can help your Monday suck just a little bit less. This much. This much less. Uh, Emily Baxter, hashtag the game kitten, made our Monday suck just a little bit less with a $2 tip, getting the uh, tip train rolling. Said, uh, I, I don't know if I should sing it or just say it, but going off the rails on this AJ train, hashtag hire AJ. Do you want to sing Going that? Going off the rails on the CJ train. <laughs> Randy Rhodes, baby. Mm. Good, good stuff. There's a lot of cats in the chat that are like, what the hell's Labor Day? <laughs> <laughs> good point. If you're not from the U.S., it means absolutely nothing to you whatsoever. <laughs> Dude, did you see, this is, you know, we can, we can get to housekeeping and stuff later, but did you see that Metal Jesus ran a poll, Metal Jesus Rocks, right? Ran yeah. a poll about uh, VR. And basically uh, asked, you know, people's opinions of VR. And I thought that was really cool to see some outside perspective, some other poll that wasn't run by us, you know, outside of our bubble to see what people really thought about VR. And the four options were, it's great. The future is here. 10%. Uh, yeah. Meh, still not impressed. 21%. Uh, no idea. I haven't tried any of them yet. 33%. And then it's okay. 
Lots of potential, 36%. <laughs> well, I mean, it's not surprising. I mean, the dude covers Nintendo games. Everyone's like, you want good graphics? Play the Commodore 64 and you'll know good graphics and gameplay. I totally, just, <laughs> I totally agree with that. SNES, NES all the way. <laughs> Nick Mueller in the chat's like, I don't know who Metal Jesus guy is. Um, I, used to, I actually used to watch quite a bit of Metal Jesus. Um, he does, does, definitely covers a lot of retro stuff, uh, but he has been getting into VR things, uh, you know, over the last year or two. Uh, and so it's just, it is just interesting to see that, you know, 33% of the people he polled have not even tried VR. 21% said they're not impressed. And then really only 10% said, yeah, it's fantastic. It's really good stuff. Oh, uh, well, I think that's a, uh, a accurate representation of the mainstream audience. But man, let me tell you. Absolutely. Hashtag NGVR. When PSVR 2 gets here, man, people are going to be, oh, I've loved PSVR since day one. No, <laughs> yeah. um, no I mean, I, I don't really care. It's not, it's not about an image. It's not about trying to seem cool. Obviously, you know, it's been a struggle covering psvr since day one not only against like the non-vr people but against pc vr people and stuff and uh we you know uh i love all vr but i also have a like a long 20 year 25 year bond with playstation so i get the playstation kind of brand mixed with this new thing that like got me excited about video games once again and it's like really a super special thing to me it's like just nothing can describe it un un unless you're talking about like maybe the first day I played a PlayStation or saw a PlayStation. It's that like huge for me. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. And and I do think that uh, PSVR two is going to be that uh, that huge leap that we've been looking for uh, in games that hasn't been around. We were talking in voice chat. Uh, I think it was last night. We were talking in voice chat how there it really feels like there hasn't been a huge uh, graphical leap or even or even uh, a leap in gameplay since. I mean, PS3, really. It was like P PS3 to PS4 was like, okay, you know, now everything's a little bit better. And PS4 to PS5, it's like, okay, now everything's a little bit better. Uh, but I do think that I do think that this, this leap from PlayStation VR 1 to PlayStation VR 2 is, is finally going to be that huge leap that we've been waiting for graphically, immersion-wise, blah, 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 whatever. I do want to point out, I read through the comments of that poll, <laughs> which is... I mean, don't do it if you if you don't want to hurt your soul. Like my soul feels bruised, right? Some of the <laughs> some of the some of the uh, statements, a lot of the statements were like VR still is too expensive. Uh, there were a lot of positive comments in there. Don't, want, uh, but you know, I, I definitely wanted to focus on the negative ones. Um, but my favorite comment in the entire list of comments was this one: "I really don't need my games to be any more immersive." That what? Was, that was my favorite comment of all the people who responded <laughs> to the poll. I really don't need my games to be any more immersive. Like you yeah, can, it's I almost mean, like you can tell who's tried VR and who hasn't. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. I mean, I'm I'm done. Like you know, I'm not I'm not done, but but I, I get a little wary of you know just making the same arguments over and over and and like you know this thing does the, the reality is it it does have a lot of room to grow and that's a good thing because. We've already seen, you know, those those the poll or whatever you showed that said, oh, it, it's it's cool, it's okay, but it it has lots of potential. Like that's a fair argument. Like I get it. Like there's a lot of stuff that is like hardly standardized and is just a mess. But this was a very experimental phase of PSVR or VR, which I've said a thousand times. And and there's going to be some some uh, 
growing pains and and we've experienced quite a few and the mainstream audience the bigger audiences they want something they can just pick up put on and enjoy their games they don't want to have to figure out a new control scheme they don't want to have to figure out all these like re like you know they don't want to be frustrated while they're playing and there's nothing wrong with that um but you know as the technology evolves as the software evolves um things will start to feel a little bit more natural but it'll get there man it'll get there for sure um, I don't know if you remember, uh, I don't know if it was on the last Gamescast or what it was, but uh, Mark Pringlesleaf just donated five quid and said, Pringlesleaf, <laughs> telling us what his name <laughs> means. I needed a name, looked on my desk for inspiration, saw a tube of Pringles and an amber leaf, and amber leaf, the tobacco I smoke, so I combined them together. Wow, nice. I love a good origin story. <laughs> Thank you so much, Mark. It was funny, we just, I just, oh, Mark, Mark Pringlesleaf, yep, we just, that's, we just know who you are. And we never questioned it. All right, man. A little bit of housekeeping. Make sure that uh, if you haven't joined our Discord already, click that link in the description below. That is where these conversations happen 24-7. If you're not a big typer, sometimes we just hang out in voice chat. If you're not a big talker, sometimes we just hang out and type. Uh, So that's a thing. Um, Also, uh, if you want your name on that Patreon, scroll down below. Don't forget, patreon.com slash withoutparolegames. I think that's all the housekeeping. There's no more housekeeping. It's Monday, man. We're not gonna. I'm not gonna stress too much about housekeeping. It's, it's a. It's a mess around here. Big mess. Um, we've. Sorry, I'm. I'm trying to read the screen. <laughs> There's a giant fluffy yeah, tail. There we go. I can see it now. Um, before we get started, man, I know. We, I know we got quite a few news stories we want to talk about. A couple games that we want to talk about. But I was looking through the Discord and I saw that all you are is history uh, on Discord left us a hashtag viewer takeover question and wrote, "If the PSVR two is backwards compatible, what is the first game you will go back to and play with the orbs?" Well, I mean, there's going to be some games that get upgraded anyways. Like even though I, because I don't think it's going to be backwards compatible. Um, I think we're going to have to rely on a lot of upgrades or people re-releasing their game as a PS5 version. Um, Why are you ignoring the question if it's backwards compatible? (laughs) (laughs) Because I was trying to buy myself some time to pick one and then couldn't think of one in time. Well, Um, I'm going to be generic, man. I'm going to be super generic because so many people, so many people, uh, and I think maybe even myself, I know Dave was a big fan of saying this. I think Nikula has been saying this recently. Um... A lot of people have said that Resident Evil 7 wouldn't play as well if you actually had to aim with your hand rather than using head aiming. And I and I, I think it would be less easy. I don't think it would be as easy to play uh, without head, head tracking or head aiming. Um, but I would love, love, love to try it that way. I think I would be, I think I'd be scared to pull the trigger more because I'd be more worried that I was gonna miss, right? Because limited ammo, lots of monsters, lots of enemies. And so I would be, I think it would be more tense because I, I don't think, I wouldn't be so convinced that every shot was going to be a headshot, that every shot was going to land the way I wanted it to. So I think Resident Evil 7 is absolutely the answer for this question. I'd have to agree with that. I mean, but there's there's a lot of, uh, there's there's a, the list of games, but yeah, I can't think of one. Oh, Hitman 3. Boom. <laughs> uh, let me let me think of one right off the bat. Yeah, Resident Evil 7 is an awesome answer. Uh, but Hitman, Hitman absolutely is one that I would love to replay with the orbs. Um, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Nice. Uh, Gundy, Gundy, with das game cat better. Said Skyrim. That's a good answer, too. Skyrim. Excellent answer. Yeah, a lot of these AAA games that, uh, you know, just kind of didn't get 
fully built from the ground up for VR features. I mean, even Sniper Elite. Um, yeah, big time. There's, there's a whole, but there's a whole list of stuff. And just so many games are going to just naturally feel better with the orbs, with the haptics. I hear that's the one thing I hear so many developers um, talking about is they're just like, oh, like the orbs, like the, the, the adaptive triggers. They're super excited about that. And if you really think about the possibilities that are opened up by the finger detection, the haptic feedback, the adaptive triggers, the the feet, the rumble in the headset. If you think about all the possibilities that can be added and expanded upon using that, uh, that's a big deal. I totally agree. I think I saw the uh, Funkadelic Game Cat in the chat say the persistence. Or no, maybe he said uh, end of Zoe. These are all fucking good answers, man. Triangular saying blood and truth. Um, Todd Prevento, Hitman, definitely agrees with you. There's lots and lots of... Uh, Lots of great I, I was actually gonna say though, when it comes to the the tracking types uh, between stuff like Resident Evil Seven that has like the head aiming, I like that for the precision that it has. Hmm. It, it is really nice, but I still prefer motion controls. I prefer Doom Three, uh, like how Doom Three, if you're playing with the Dual Shock, I prefer using that to aim. Um, I preferred Hitman 3's motion controls, even though it doesn't function and isn't isn't as solid and like precise as the head aiming. To me, it's just more immersive. Like instead of using like instead of just walking up and pressing a button to hit somebody, like I get to actually swing a little. And like I know, I know your thoughts on this. I know you you don't exactly feel the same, but to me, I I just love having that something, some little bit of movement. Um, it goes a long way for me. I am easily immersed. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, um, I get best into of both it, worlds though. Best of both worlds. We don't yeah. have to worry about this. Will be great. We don't have to worry yes. about light tracking. We don't have to worry about uh, the, the dual facing the dual shock four in front of the camera. None of that nonsense, man. This is going to be really, really good stuff. Um, Hell yeah. So yeah, you know, I think Adam in the chat says you update the graphics and add orb support, and I would rebuy Resident Evil Seven for sixty dollars. Yeah. I'd, ha I'd have to get a brand new trophy list along with that because I would have to feel like I was making progress all over again, starting my starting a save from scratch, playing through the entire thing from scratch, and uh, and re-experiencing it from the ground up. But I need those trophies again. Well, you're gonna love that Resident Evil Eight PSVR Seven PSVR Two bundle. I know it. It's gonna happen. You think it's gonna be a bundle? Eh, yeah, maybe. maybe. Maybe I don't know. Are they? Do they bundle the? Well, no, because one's a PS4 and PS5, so maybe it's a little bit tougher than that. But if they remaster 7 oh, yeah. and give it a real PS5 treatment, then yeah, I, I would absolutely expect it. You, they'd have to. Have the horror kind of bundle. bundle. The Resident Evil 7, yeah. Resident Evil 8, PSVR 2 headset bundle. I'm down. That's the one I want. All right, man. Well, we had, uh, we had a little bit of news this week. A few things uh, to take care of here before we talk about some games that we've been playing. Uh, and I think we, we just announced last week about Song in the Smoke, right? That uh, that they had mentioned during that indie showcase a release date. Right. That is correct. And unfortunately, we have some news on that, some not great news, but it's not as bad as you might think. You know, Song in the Smoke is easily one of my most anticipated games. I was talking with the developer, and this guy is just like, 
He's like, I play through this game like once a week. I absolutely love this. I think we've got something really special here. And like, he's got me so fired up and excited. Um, like he just, he really believes that it's a great game. And, and after seeing all the stuff on it, I, I, I can see why. I think it has so much potential. Um, I think all these games that we've seen over the summer so far had tons of potential. And, and a lot of them were great in many ways. Um, but 17-Bit posted on Twitter September 4th and said, we're so excited that people are so excited about the upcoming release of Song in the Smoke. Unfortunately, our dates have been liquid and the previously announced release date was incorrect, but the final date should be just a few weeks later. So close. Yeah, this is extra strange to me because again, I was only watching that indie showcase for the uh, for the song in the smoke section, and there was, was that no, a Sobu? Yes, and okay. there was, and there was no uh, and there was no new information other than the release date, <laughs> and so the the sole reason they were there was to debut the release date, and then they're like, oh, by the way, that's not accurate. So, okay, I get it. Shit happens, um, but it, it does it does make sense now why they weren't jumping up and down on Twitter after the event after the Sobu event, being like, this is our release date, ha! Huh? You know, it's like, all right, well, I guess. <laughs> shit happens but they said what only, only a couple weeks later than uh than yeah. expected yeah so that's aim lining up to be maybe in october which is kind of sucks because like there's not a whole lot going on this month so far that's at least announced um of course we could have a ton of surprises but um yeah it, it might end up being in october which if there's not a ton of games in october that's going to be great but seems like there's a potential for a lot of games in October, actually. Yeah. Um, Dev- <sighs> yeah, I mean, if, if, I'm just speculating about October mostly, I think. Um, obviously, we get Do Not Open on Halloween, which is probably the one I'm most excited for. Uh, but then I think we sort of were assuming that Wraith the Oblivion Afterlife would be coming in October. Um, Wraith might be. Uh, Zombieland Headshot Fever might be. Yeah. This I I do think this could probably this could probably slip in at the end of September. I I feel like if if they've got the option, I think they'd want to get ahead of the October games if possible. But you remember way, last October? <laughs> oh, you mean the like the lack of anything to play last October? Is that what you're talking about? Um, maybe was it? Uh, maybe it was. Okay, maybe it was September that was crammed. Like oh yeah, maybe maybe field. it was the end of September, beginning of October. You're right. There was yeah, there was a ton of stuff. That was craziness. It yeah, was, yeah. Dylan Gladstone's in the chat. He says, "When's Wanderer due?" Uh, Wanderer is one of the uh, one of the pile of games that's been saying summer or not summer Q3, which is technically summer, uh, and that's ending yeah. very very soon. The end of this month will be the end of Q3. So we haven't heard an update. Uh, Braxbro says, "Where's Hinge? We need that before November 1st. I don't think that's Hinge happening. Never I, I do think Hinge is coming, I, but I do think at this point, uh, yeah. it, it doesn't seem like they have a PSVR dev kit, dev kit yet. And that's, what they, that's what's been holding them up. They've been ready to go for almost a year now. Uh, and, uh, and they just can't get a PSVR dev kit, which is interesting. I don't know if that's, a, if that's a pandemic thing. I don't know if that's just a, hey, we're a small time indie dev and we don't have a good relationship with Sony thing. Uh, but whatever the deal is, uh, you've got to wonder how many other developers out there are like, yeah, we want to bring it to PSVR and we just can't because we can't physically get our hands on a, on a dev kit. So that's really interesting to follow. And then hopefully, hopefully in my book, man, this game looks pretty, uh, pretty, pretty. <laughs> and I think it would be make a much better PSVR 2 title. 
Wanderer looks uh, like it has lots of potential. I don't know about PSVR 2 title. Um, I mean, why not? But uh, graphically, yeah. Graphically, for sure. But mechanically, it doesn't seem like it's going to require anything that's going to really need joysticks or, you know, it looks pretty simple and easy to control. It's more about the story it tells and the adventure you go on and the puzzles you solve. And, um, yeah, I definitely a fantastic looking game. It was originally supposed to be like a, wasn't it? It was supposed to be like an end of the year kind of game, I thought. And then, and then they brought it back and said, no, it's going to be a summer release. And now, so, and now we know, have heard nothing. So I don't know. Fingers crossed, man. But there's a, a lot of games like that uh, that we're just sort of waiting on, hoping to hear more soon. Um, and this is, you know, this Wanderer specifically has uh, some, some pretty high production values behind it. Uh, but there's still a lot of mysteries, man. Like every single time we see this game, for the most part, it's you're in one room. And you're looking around that one room and you're doing stuff in that one room. And we have not seen any movement from one room to the next. You know, like our... our when when you're jumping through time, right? While when you're experiencing the story, are you literally just going from one room to another to another to another, like through the course of time, or are these rooms actually connected in some way? And and, and when you go to different time periods, you're you actually have big areas to explore. This to me feels like. Did you ever play Kingdom Hearts? <laughs> A little bit. Kingdom Hearts. Really my me. biggest issue with Kingdom Hearts was always that you'd go to these different worlds. But each it was like, oh, this is the Tarzan world. Oh, this is the um, uh, the Alice in Wonderland world. This is the whatever world. This is the Final Fantasy world. In, in, I you know, usually like that kind of layout, though. But but too many of them were really small. Some of them were just a couple of rooms, and I was like, this, mm. that's all you're giving me for this world is just a couple of rooms. And so, and I always felt like I was cheated, like that there was that the, if they had spent a little bit more time, they could have given me more to explore and me, made me feel like these were actually all different worlds. And that's my and that's the feeling I get from Wanderer is the Kingdom Hearts feeling where I'm like, oh, it's just gonna be a little taste of each time period or a little taste of each area, and I'm and I'm really gonna want to get out there and explore, and they're not gonna let me. But yeah. But we'll see. Well, I think that's uh, that's a lot to ask from us from a little indie studio, you know. Um, that's that's the reason these games, these big studios, are able to do stuff like that. They're really able to flesh out each area. Sometimes that could backfire too, and you're like, "Oh, I hate this area. I'm so sick of this place. I want to get out of here." So, so it's not always a bad thing technically, um, but but really, really excited about that. And yeah, there's. There's not, there might, with this delay and Song in the Smoke, that takes off a big thing coming out this month, but we still have, the, the as of right now, we still have Saints and Sinners Aftershocks DLC, um, the September 23rd, then the uh, Rhythm of the Universe Ionia Same day, as right? well. But I will say there's something else that is potentially happening this week, which I'm not going to say what it is, because I w- want to let them do their, like, announce it. But there's something very, very, very exciting that should be happening this week through the middle of the week. And uh, I hope that comes through and gets announced and will be cool. will be awesome. The Arashi Pro Patch, huh? That's going to be fucking awesome. I don't, I'm just... I, I saw Endeavor won the chat and I was like, it's the first thing that came to mind. Um, let, <laughs> let, let's hope that's it. I, I, I don't even know, man. I have no idea what's coming this week. Yep. Um, all right, man. Well, uh Moving on from Song in the Smoke, uh, we did see uh, that puzzle bobble vacation simulator 
things in the sky shooting bubbles. What's what's the name of this game? Puzzle Bobble 3D Vacation Odyssey. Vacation Odyssey. Uh, it rhymes. It got... Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> that, that's going to help me from this point on. What uh, <laughs> what's what's the news on this? It's, it got a it got a wish list page. Endeavor One, by the way, says a storm is coming. Ooh, you know, mysterious. That, that, uh, when when, mm, when all you do is speak in riddles, <laughs> they, they do. You, you stop, stop listening after a while. <laughs> Thunder from a clear sky. Right? Like, uh, <laughs> dude, dude, they have mastered the art of surprise. Okay, the element of the surprise attack. Endeavor ones are like the kings of that. So I'm sorry, you know, Puzzle Bobble Three D Vacation Odyssey. I, that's how I'm gonna have to say it from now on. Yes, because that's <laughs> Puzzle Bobble Vacation Odyssey. Shout out to Hector, aka Toucan, with a five dollar tip. Didn't say anything. If you got anything to say, Hector, uh, let us know, man. Thank you for uh, supporting the channel. Uh, but yeah, man, so uh, I was just flipping through, you know, I, I do my, my general run through of, of all the social medias, all the, the platforms, anything I can find. And uh, I was just kind of skipping through on the store. And I noticed that the Puzzle Bobble 3D Vacation Odyssey uh, wishlist page was now up. And typically, once that pops up, it usually means the game is nearing release. Some Not always, but... Um, but that could be coming out relatively soon, um, and I'll got, I got to tell you, I've been playing a lot of Bubble Bobble uh, on PlayStation One and NES, and like I have grown very attached to these characters, and I really am excited to see them in VR. Um, what are the, the names? Game the itself? dinosaurs? Bill and Bob. And Bob. Bob and Bob. <laughs> Bill and Ted. Bill, Bill and Ted. Beavis and Bud. Um, Bimmy and Jimmy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, those dinosaurs are adorable, man. Um, I've, I haven't played much. Uh, I haven't played much Bust a Move though uh, in years. So this, all right. This would be nice to go back to. Is bust was that a rhythm game? Was that a uh, no? That was bust a groove. Game? Bust a, bust a move oh. was this um, basically uh, basically the bubble bobble version of uh, shooting um. spheres at the sky and trying to make spheres disappear by matching colors. <laughs> um, we'll see. We'll see how good this turns out. It looks like it could be a lot of fun. Uh, I know this had got this got pretty good reviews over on the quest because uh, I think that's where it Did launched it? first. I think so. Yeah. I hope so. I hope so. And uh, you know this is, but I'm I'm curious to see how how frequently I want to pick up my headset to to play something like this. Uh, sometimes, uh, sometimes smaller games like this, uh, I go, oh, do I really want to put on the headset just to do this for ten minutes? Like the angry and, and like the Angry Birds, uh, whatever the traditional Angry Birds VR game was, not not the movie tie-in. Um, that that to me, I like, love pigs. Yeah, that's right. That I, I never really wanted to go back to that. I, I was thought it was cool that they kept giving us free DLC, but it, it just didn't feel like the kind of game that I wanted to go back to in VR. I know that's sort of like the bread and butter of like Quest and a lot of different uh, you know, mobile headsets, but but for me, when I put on a headset, that's not really generally what I'm looking for. Um, so I feel like this is going to be something that I, I put on. I put I put the headset on. I blast through it from beginning to end. I play the entire game in one six-hour sitting, and then I was and then I review it, and I never go back to it. Um, I, and I kind of feel like that's how I'm going to consume this game. And I, that's not how this game is meant to be consumed. I'm sure of it. 
Yeah, for me, this is definitely targeted towards people that just love the IP, love Bub and Bob, love uh, Bubble Bobble, Puzzle Bobble, Bust and Move, all those. So, um, but uh, yeah, and I don't think it's going to have a lot of reach beyond that. Mm. Uh, but it's still now, like you know, your long shadow says, nice to have you on the hype train, AJ. Yeah, I am super. Uh, I am a huge fan of this game now and this IP. And I know it's been around forever. I've played tons and tons of games, lots and lots of games, but I miss a lot as well. And this was one of them. And I was so surprised how good the original game is. Uh, it's dope as hell, man. I highly recommend it, especially co-op. Yeah, it's good times. You can only get the you you only get the real ending in co-op too. So good luck with that. Yeah. Uh, Hector AK Toucan uh, followed up his tip with "You guys rock. Keep up the good work." Thanks, Hector. You rock as well. Thank you. Hector. Uh, Gatorade 23, the H2O despising GameCat with a $10 tip, said, uh, here for us on Labor Day. You guys are awesome. It's not Halloween. Sorry. We tried, <laughs> but we can't force the days to uh, change. But, yeah, man, any any holiday. I think, didn't we do a Christmas episode? I don't know. Yeah, pretty sure we, we did a Christmas we episode. <laughs> we don't take holidays here, guys. We are always here. Yeah, I mean, it's like, it's nice to see my family and stuff, you know, for a couple hours, but then I really want to come home and spend time with you guys. Like, that's what I really want to right. be doing on my holiday. So, uh, right. so thank you guys. Appreciate you being here with us. Um, anyway, so, uh, so yeah, so, th so this, this got a wishlist page, but no date. Um, this was also, a, this is also a summer release game. So what's the, uh, what's the guess? Do we think this is going to get uh, a release date or it's just going to get stealth dropped one of these days? I think it's gonna maybe just get stealth dropped. Um, I I'm not. I don't know. I don't think there's anything that really ties it in. But but yeah, to me, it was the big announcement was like the 35th anniversary. It's the 35th anniversary of Bubble Bobble, yeah. um, and so like they've been celebrating all year long <laughs> because because of that. Um, the the actual anniversary day was just a few years uh, days ago or week a week or two ago. Um, so, um, yeah, but there's, the game looks decent. Um, there's, there's some, there's some details on it. Uh, not a whole bunch, but I think it's like, a. let's see. I, I thought it was maybe a hundred levels once again, but there's uh yeah, three dimensional form. There's all sorts of stuff here. Uh, solve a hundred brand new puzzles. So like bubble bobble, it has a hundred levels. Hmm. Uh, these are 3d puzzles, um, with, different challenges there's also going to be uh special items and then there's also a i think a one versus one mode in this scotch esco psn harry fellow psvr game cap for life with five quid says hey boys just been playing saints and sinners for the first time in omg it's good i'm on day five got used to the mechanics now and oh boy it's vraf hashtag higher aj hell yeah it is it's mm -hmm. so so good Oh my god, so good! Yeah, it's really I, st good. I, st I stood. Uh, I probably spent the first eight hours of that game just scavenging. I couldn't even continue the story because I was just having so much fun going out into the towns and uh, collecting stuff and bringing it back and crafting new stuff and unlocking new different things. Um, yeah, so much fun, man! You are in for a real treat. It is so good. Yeah, one hundred percent agree. That is, uh, we just don't get games like that very often on PSVR, unfortunately. No. Uh, MRI gamer in the chat uh, says, "Is is Bubble Bobble Servios has returned to greatness?" Like, I think it's uh, I think it's uh, maybe just to help them pay the bills a little. Yeah, you know, this, this there, Servios is awesome. Game. 
Yeah, Servius is awesome, but they haven't broken through like I want to see them break through yet. Like, they're so close. They've been so close. I love Sprint Vector. I loved Raw Data. Um, and probably some other games from them <laughs> that I could think of. Um, but yeah, they, they're, they're, they're getting by right now. But I want to see Servios really explode onto the scene with something new and uh, original because I think I really believe in them. I really think they, they have the talent and ability to be able to do it. They just haven't really, really done it yet. Yeah, I think I think raw data was a huge thing for them, uh, you know. But we never even got the multiplayer mode over here on PlayStation VR, yeah. uh, and so like even so even their biggest game, the biggest game that they made, we didn't get the complete version of. Uh, so I really really want to see that change. I want to see them be one of the one of the developers we look to for the future of VR. Um, they they they've made some really cool moves as far as VR games goes. Like Battlewake, the control system in that game. If you haven't played Battlewake, it's just so much fun to. To, to to steer the ship man like it's just fun to maneuver that thing uh and and i didn't think that would be the case um so they yeah, they, they, they know what they're doing they, they know how to make fun games and and now they need to kind of pull it back and make something bigger and deeper and something that we can all go oh shit this is like raw data too nuts um all right man but moving on uh we've got an update for swordsman coming not even this week <laughs> to next week is that what's happening uh, the seventeenth, yes, seventeenth, and this is the uh, the advanced physics one, right? Advanced weapon handling Ooh. is what it is, which will in also affect the physics as well. You can do stuff like grab the sword by the blade now. I don't know why you'd want to do that. My favorite part is that you can now you can basically like yeah, it's it's advanced weapon handling, so you can do. You can kind of mess around, hold hold the uh, weapons from different angles, from different parts. Um, one of my favorite things will be to bash somebody's head in with the hilt of a giant claymore. Um, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, yeah. This is this, this has been teased for a little bit here. Uh, usually, uh, usually Sin is good about teasing it, and then it's out like the next week. Uh, this one was teased a little bit early, uh, so this will be we got a little bit more time for this one, but. Man, what's what's great is when he talks about this game and he says that there's still that there's still just so much more to come. That's that's the impressive part about this because you can keep tweaking things and keep tweaking things and keep tweaking things and go, okay, you know, the game's it's bigger and it's better and it's crazier than it was before. But you know, the way he talks about it, he's just like, yeah, we're not even fucking close to done. Um, Even though they're obviously they're uh, they're working on their next game. that there's still just a whole lot more happening with this game. So it just shows uh, how thankful they are to the community uh, that, that this game sold so well and it allowed them to keep making games. It's a pretty fucking impressive story. Yeah, I freaking love this game. It's on sale right now, too, for, like, what, thirteen ninety nine, And seriously, can't recommend it enough. I know one person out there isn't going to like it out of every 20, but screw that one person. <laughs> He's talking to you, Twitcher. I totally talked to Twitcher. I love you, Twitcher. Uh. <laughs> Emily Baxter, hashtag the game kitten with the $2 tip says, who hit the dislike button? Get out of here. Hashtag IRAJ. Um, <laughs> we, we know who hit the dislike button. Um, Donatello, the scientist game cat, right here with the $10 tip says, I mean, I've, you know, trust me, I'm, I'm, I've got a list. <laughs> I've got a list of people who, uh, who would hit the dislike button. 
Um, Don Tello signed this game cap with a $10 tip. Says, as of now, 160 watching, but only 69 likes. You've had your laugh. Nice. Now let's get some love and hit that thumbs up. <laughs> New format looks slick. <laughs> Thanks, Don Tello. I hope you're doing um, well, man. Um, so, yeah, dude, Swordsman just keeps getting better and better. It's, 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 I swear, every single time there's an update, I'm like, yeah, I've got literally nothing to say about this game because we've talked about it ad nauseum for the last year and a half. Yeah. Um, but hey, that's yeah, a good thing. Definitely. He was definitely hinting at something big coming in the future. I wonder what that's going to be. I'm, I'm really, that's got my, uh, piqued my interest. I'm, I'm curious to see what that's going to, what's going to end up happening there. Didn't the, uh, the axe stuff? Didn't that, isn't that, is that coming later or? I think that's part um, of, I think that's part of this actually. Um, that's I, part of this. Okay. Pretty sure. That's right. I'd have to yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. Yeah. So like the axe will like stick in them now. Oh, I love that game, man. Let's do this. Let's do this in studio. Let's do it. Uh, okay, you've got you've got uh, you've got the next news story here, and I have no idea what it means. What does Synth Riders teaser mean, AJ? Explain this to oh. me. Oh, uh, well, Synth Riders, uh, the uh, Kluge Interactive, mm-hmm. they tweeted out something, um, which their Twitter is just Synth Riders VR. They tweeted tweeted out um, some like weird picture, but then you play the video. All right, we should be back. Sorry about that, guys. Right. That was on our end. Synth Riders. Um, yeah, so Synth Riders released a tweet with just nothing but Morse code. And it's just like, here, I'll tell you what it sounds like. <laughs> it sounds like beep, 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 beep. Uh, no, I was going to actually try and listen to it. But anyways, uh, somebody uh, in the comments below it uh, deciphered it and says uh, it's uh, says that it says, where have you gone? And they alluded to either Alan Jackson or Lucas and Steve's, uh, a track by both of those people. I'm sorry. And then Alan Jackson. Yes. The country singer. Yeah. So the, the, that one was crossed off. Somebody else followed (laughs) up and they said, it's probably Lucas, uh, and Steve, uh, which is a song by them called, where have you gone? And funny enough, I actually clicked on the video and it um and it actually had a guy with v- with like wearing vr in the video and i was like oh interesting but it's an okay song you know it's more music to synth writers uh not not probably really like something i'm crazy about personally mm-hmm. but let me be but you know i've gone to say how many times i love synth writers and i love the music in synth writers um i play it all the time and believe me brian once it gets multiplayer you will understand. <laughs> you will fully understand, Brian. Yeah, I'm. You know, I, I don't want to make it sound like I don't like Synth Riders. I reviewed it. I, I had a great time with it. Um, I gave it a nine. So I thought it was amazing. You know, especially for that's the, because I peer pressured you <laughs> for, the, for the well, maybe a little bit for the twenty five dollar <laughs> price point. Though I was like, this is this is amazing. Like I, I absolutely got a ton of. What are you doing? Um, and so yeah, so I think it's, I think it's great. It didn't. I, I I haven't been playing it much at all since uh, since I finished the review. Uh, I, I got back to Beat Saber. I've been playing that a little bit, enjoying the songs that I like on that, and didn't uh, and didn't go back to Synth Riders. So that's what I, I'm 100. Uh, percent I don't I don't doubt anybody for a second when they say that the multiplayer is where it's at with Synth Riders, uh, and and I'm going to be really really sad that I didn't stick with it and, and get really really good because when multiplayer comes along, I'm going to suck, but I'm going to want to play a lot of multiplayer. 
Yeah, man. That that multiplayer will change the your understanding of the game. It really does. I liked it before multiplayer, but when I tried it, uh, the multiplayer, I was like, wow, this is incredible. This is rhythm game Mario Kart. And it's amazing to hear everybody laughing and yelling and going, ah, at the same time. And it's just incredible what it can do. Um, and like I said, and for me, the most important part is the music. I like I'm such a stickler for music. I know I'm super picky about the music I listen to, um, but they nailed a lot of what I like. And and uh, it's just so much better. Um, this song, like I said, that I heard, it, it sounds OK, um, but do we know do we, do we know what they're teasing? Are they teasing paid DLC? Are they paid teasing free DLC? Do we know? me this this to me seems like a free song or maybe yeah i don't know um that's that's all i can see tell is to me it sounds like just one one song scott jesco psn harry fell the psvr game cap for life round the two quid says don't forget to shoot the balls aj shoot the balls (laughs) i played sniper elite on saturday night live stream and uh i think it was brax bro said he would tip $2 every time I shot somebody with the x-ray in the balls. And uh, it was great. I made $4. Woohoo! I thought you were better at shooting people in the balls than that. <laughs> I think you made 50 bucks. My x-ray was turned off. So okay. so I had to, it was it was turned off at first. I had to turn it back on. Donatello, the scientist game cat with the $10 tip, says what I love about synth riders is once you complete a song, you can just hit play, random song, yep. and away you go. Good way to easily check out all the songs. I've been hearing that a lot lately. A, a ton of people have been saying, oh, my God, like, I wish Beat Saber had this, which is like a playlist feature or just a, a random song thing where you can just go. Like he says, it just goes from song to song to song to song. And I totally agree. That's uh, that's not something I ever even thought about. Um, but when everybody mentioned it, yeah, I'm like, you guys are absolutely right. That's that's why I love this community, man. Community full of, like, experienced gamers. Uh, couldn't ask for anything better, man. Also, really sweet people i noticed i noticed when donatello tipped or asked or said you know show some support hit the like button got like 25 likes thank you guys man that shit all that stuff you watching supporting really really is appreciated by us very much so i agree man this is this, these these are the people who get me out of bed every single day and uh thank you very much for that you don't even know um I thought it was me calling you going, Brian, wake up. <laughs> Dude, I was trying, I was watching a horror movie this morning, right? So I was trying to, let's kick back for a second here. Um, I was watching, wait, what, what movie was it? It doesn't even matter. Although now I'm trying to figure it out. I, I was, I woke up this morning. I had, I had done the right thing. I had made a whole jug of uh, iced coffee the night before. And I was like, you know what? This is a nice, nice morning. I'm going to, I'm going to snuggle up in bed with my blankets, going to watch a horror movie and, and, and have a nice cup of, uh, of iced coffee and watch horror movies. This is going to be great. Like 10 minutes in, AJ calls me. It's like 9 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> 9 a.m. The problem is, so we tell everybody about Discord. I'm like, oh, come, come over and watch, you know, hang out with us on Discord. The problem is, is if I'm on Discord, the second AJ sees me type, he realizes I'm awake, and then he calls me. Oh, I didn't pay any attention to that. Anyways... Brian, let's get back to business here. All right. Because we have two games we got to review. One being, we'll start with this one. Yeah. D-Magnet, which I can't wait to tell you about this game. Yeah. I really wish I didn't have to talk about this. Oh, okay. But we're you, going you, to. Do you say you wish you didn't have to talk about it? <laughs> yes. 
Wow. What's uh? What's so? I mean, we'll, I guess we'll get into that soon enough. But uh, yeah. But uh, I mean, how, how would you describe this, man? This is, I mean, pretty straightforward puzzle game, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely a pretty basic, straightforward puzzle game where you have to, uh, you have to, you basically just roam around. They just added smooth, uh, full locomotion and smooth turning. Yeah. Because I wouldn't even play it without that. Um, so good on them, and, and props to them for listening to the community and adding that based on feedback. I always have respect for you doing that no matter what. Well, um, I mean, let's let's take a beat here and say, well, it should have been there from the beginning because it was in the PC VR version from the beginning, and uh, that's and, true. They, and they were just like, oh, we didn't we didn't know PlayStation VR. That's we true. Didn't know. I was like, what? I mean, you didn't know. Like, what? <laughs> you didn't play any PlayStation VR games when you were making a PlayStation VR game? I'm so confused. Uh, but yeah um but it's basically a game where you where you walk around and you have to solve puzzles by controlling magnets Mm -hmm. and you use them to put them place them in different places they either uh repel or they attract to each other and you use that to solve the puzzles And that's it. That's the game. I think. I think. Uh, you know. I've been hearing. I've been hearing a lot of cats play this. One, one thing that they really like about this is that the voice actress in it is uh, Ashley Birch, mm-hmm. who does Aloy from from Horizon Zero Dawn, and that's like what gets everybody in the door for this game. That's like the one thing I've noticed. Uh, a lot of people that play this game, they love Aloy. They love Horizon Zero Dawn, and so they have that connection with it that way. And I thought it was cool, but I was like, she totally didn't have to be here doing this. Well, this is, it is a little strange. I feel like I've been, I, I, I'm starting to feel like this is me and, and not the games anymore. But when uh, Will Wheaton did the voice uh, of one of the main characters in I Expect You to Die 2, I said, you know, like I, I didn't feel as though it was necessary. I didn't even realize it was Will Wheaton at first. Right. This, this doesn't make any difference to me whatsoever. It could have been pretty much any dude and I would have been fine with it. It's cooler because it is Will Wheaton. But did it make did it make right. anyone buy the game who wasn't going to buy it before? And I think the same goes for Ashley Birch. It's just it could have been anybody. For me, it could have been anybody, and and I don't think the voice acting is good enough where I'm like, oh man, she's the only one that could have done this, or the character is fully developed enough where he's like, oh, you needed an experienced voice actor to handle this. What what kind of drives me crazy about it is that at the beginning of the game, she's just a voice in your head. She's kind of like there with you, and you have no idea where this voice is coming from. It's just sort of narrating and uh, and giving you little bits of information as you go, and then you meet her. And it and it's because and it's the most generic VR thing of all time when you meet her. It's like, do we really need a little robot companion floating around to next to us? No, we do not, because that's the most generic VR thing of all time. And I will tell you that the few times I got stuck in this game, um, there were two major times I got stuck, and I was like, oh well, this is perfect. I've got this little robot floating companion with me who's talking to me and sort of walking me through stuff. I'm assuming that maybe she's going to deliver a hint after I'm stuck for five minutes or so. No, nope, nothing. She just kind of floats around, stares at me. Like, what they repeat you, the same lines over and over. Well, yeah, what are you even doing here? Like, what, what, is, what is really your point in the game other than just to add a little bit of narration, which uh, I'm going to say, I'm, I'm, there's a reason that I don't have my review out yet. I've just finished Chapter 8, and there's 11 chapters. Uh, so it could... Something could happen story-wise in the last three chapters, but man, I'll tell you, 
nothing has happened story-wise in the first eight chapters. So story-wise, I'm a little, I'm a little taken aback by this. Yeah, I wasn't. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I think this game to me like had some potential to it. Like, I like the atmosphere, but graphically, like, it's so low res and the like. It has a cool art style, but I feel like the art style is completely wasted because like it doesn't actually look that good in the headset and like and if you look close up to everything it doesn't get better it it gets much worse when you really look closer at it um and i don't know i just you know i love indie games like the rest of us like a lot of us do um but this there's a difference to me between kind of like indie game and uh, this is gonna sound so harsh i'm so sorry but it's like a little amateur it seems like a little bit of an amateur game design. It's a very simplistic um, thing that, like, I see what they were going for, but I don't know. I'm I'm not, you know, I, I talk about all the time how I hate puzzle games, and, and, and then there's so many that I do like, and this is just not one of them for me. Yeah, um, I, I definitely like this game a whole lot more than you do. Um, yeah. Real quick. I really like what it was going for in some ways, but... I just think it's – I think this game is – if I would have uh, played this years and years ago, an early VR title when, when it was still new to me, mm-hmm. I would have probably really, really liked this. Um, but to me, it's a little too little too late. And I don't know. I At this day – at this state, at, at day and age, I'm just like, mm, there's nothing about it that impresses me or grabs me or really care about. Uh, Road to the Game Cat with the $20 tip says, damn time zones. Be glad to get – to one place and stay there for a while. I probably missed the Yuki discussion. You have not. That's the end of uh, the end of the show. Uh, but oh, my yeah. two senses, awesome bullet hell game. Thank you very much, Roy. Nice. I really appreciate you. Um, all right, yeah. Let's get back to this. It's, dude. This is to me. This is. Did you beat it yet? You really don't listen when I talk. <laughs> I have three more chapters to go. Okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I tried. I told you I tried. Yeah. Um, Three more chapters to go. And again, I, the story so far hasn't gone anywhere for me. And this is this is so the opposite of the type of puzzle games I like to go for. Like, there's one there's one thing when you're, when you're playing a game like Static, and it's just like, okay, it fades out and brings you to, here you are, this is your new puzzle. It fades out, brings you to your new puzzle. But then there's an, it's another thing when you play a game like Red Matter, and you're walking around, and I know Red Matter obviously had much higher production values, probably had a much bigger team going for it, but it's but it's a game where you experience puzzles in the environment. You experience things that feel more natural to you. This is just, it. I'm almost curious as to why we're even walking from puzzle to puzzle. Because it's literally, you go through a door and then it's another puzzle. And you and you have to figure that puzzle out to open the next door. And right. you walk through that door and you have to figure out another puzzle. And you have to figure out that puzzle before you can open the next door. And it is so, it is just so puzzle focused in terms of like it's it seems like it's trying to distract you with a little bit of narrative and in in the voiceovers and allowing you to walk around and and you can explore but it all just feels so tacked on so uh luckily and this is i think this is where you and i are going to differ i actually do enjoy the types of puzzles that they're that they're offering this is it, it's all magnet based, and you've got one, okay. one red glove and one blue glove, and they it's they do quite a bit with these blocks, but still, you're placing blocks on panels. And this is 
this is the difference for me. When I was playing this, I was thinking about the difference between a game like this and a game like Transpose. Transpose, another game nobody really cared for, but they should have. Uh, to me, the core gameplay and the core puzzle design of Transpose was amazing and, and pretty unique to VR. You can't do that outside of VR. And, and it was absolutely mind-blowing. I mean, making a copy of your own movements to work together to solve a puzzle. Like, yeah, at its core, yeah, you're just trying to grab a block and place it into a, a square hole. But what you're doing is like you're making copies of yourself, having them work together, hand the block off and, and stuff uh, across a whole arena um, in, out, in outer space and then using that to solve the puzzle. And they get like really extreme, really crazy. And for this... It's just too simple for me. It's too, this is honestly, I felt like this is something that could be made in dreams. Yeah, I hate that. I hate that criticism because we have seen really, really good things made in dreams. So true. <laughs> like, that, that doesn't, that, that criticism doesn't work for me. I was like, yeah, really talented people make really awesome things in dreams. Well, uh, let me just say, let me put it this way then. And this will be like probably the final thing I say on this. I've played better puzzle games in dreams. Gotcha. And that's like it's again, I would have liked this several years ago. Maybe if I was maybe if you're a newcomer to VR need something to start up with. <sighs> I wish it looked better, though. Yeah, I wish I wish it, I wish it looked better because then at least I could be like, well, at least it looks stunning. And it's like this really cool world, but it doesn't even look that great. So there's nothing, nothing really about it for me. Yeah, it is crazy. The further you get into the game, the more the environments start to open up. And it's not just like these purple room after purple room after purple room. And you start seeing like some really bigger places. And I couldn't stop thinking. I was like, I'm on a PlayStation 5. And this thing is just not very sharp. Like, there's just no reason. It's like it's using a lot of plain textures. It's using uh, it's, it's not doing anything crazy. Uh, and it, it could certainly use a pro patch. Um, but I think it could. I honestly think it could look better on the OG, to be honest with you. Um, so I don't know, man. I'm, I'm, I gotta be honest. I'm having, I'm having some fun with it. Uh, I'm enjoying, I think, I do think that when you solve the puzzles, you feel smart. You feel like it's very rewarding. Uh, I do, I'm having a problem with it though, in the sense that I'll breeze through five puzzles in a row and then I'll get to one and I'll be like, I have no fucking idea what to do right now. And it's not even, it's not even like, oh, there's too many things for me to try. Usually it's a lack of things for me to try. I'm like, there's no blocks. There's nothing for me to do. Like, I don't fucking understand what you want me to do. And, and sometimes it's me being dumb. And sometimes it's the game not explaining things very well. And I hate when it's the game not explaining things well or being like, oh, this is actually a new type of block. We didn't even tell you it's a new type of block. I was like, well, that's fucking not cool. I was like, it's just you know and so but when it is me when i'm like oh man i just feel dumb because it took me i should have been able to figure this one out like way faster then figuring it out i'm like okay all good that was me but when it's the game that's not there yeah there's uh, just a million other puzzle games i'll recommend first that is very very true emily baxter hashtag the game kit with a two dollar tip says cartoony rage tip hashtag hire aj <laughs> thank you emily all right, man. So the other game we want... Are you ready to move on? Oh, yeah. Let's do it. Um, the other game we wanted to talk about is Yuki VR. Uh, now, this is not out on PlayStation VR yet. Hope to hear some news about it pretty soon, though. And um, there is a Quest version. And last time we talked about this game, we were like, oh, we got... You know, it's going to release on Quest. And then we got to wait on PSVR. 
and then they reached out to us uh, and and or me at least and and they said hey you know we'd be happy to let you preview it on quest because you know you're really excited about this one because i love bullet hells i love shmups i love all these types of games shoot 'em ups uh whatever you want to call them arcade shooters um and uh yeah so we've had to preview this now i I've been I've played this a couple hour. I'm a couple hours into this, Same. but I, let me hear your first impressions because I know you just recently played this for the first time, and I haven't heard your impressions on it yet. Yeah, I started playing this today, and I started playing it on Quest, my Quest One. Uh, I've got a Quest Two showing up later this week, um, and then uh, and then when I decided about an hour and a half in that I wanted to capture some gameplay footage, I hooked it up to my PC. And then download the PC version, and now and then I and then basically I had to start over because I couldn't transfer my save. And if I can transfer my save, I don't know how to fucking do that. So I just started over. So this is the PC footage you're watching here, um, and it is very very much like if you played Pixel Rip 1995. It is very much like the Star Fox level where your controller you're controlling the the, the ship right, and it's a little bit of bullet hell going on there, and. Um, and and that's and that's really it, man. Like you you you've got your two controllers. In one, you've got a little orb, like your little companion orb, and then in the other one, you've got Yuki. You're, you're shooting with Yuki, and you, the idea here is is that obviously there's a shitload of spray of bullets coming at you at all times, and even like there's some environmental stuff you see here, which I think is great. I love the environmental uh, obstacles because uh, it just feels a little bit more a little bit more fun than just a spray of bullets. But you're maneuvering her through the spray of bullets. Uh, you don't have to worry about the orb. The orb, you really, the first thing I feel like you have to learn in this game is to fire with Yuki and just use the orb to pick up everything, all the power-ups, all the uh, all the coins, whatever the hell they call the currency in this game, and uh, and and that's and that is the first thing, <laughs> the first thing to mention. Uh, it's 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 some multitasking. I'll say that. Yeah, I was super hyped up about this game, and when I first played it, like I loved from the trailer, I loved the music, I loved the art style, and uh, getting in the game, the first level is just kind of like a warm up round. It, it tells you to go on patrol, and <clears throat> I'll be honest with you, like the fir my first impression, I was like, ah, oh, this is a little bit more like simple and slow, and I was like, well, let me just let me wait and let me give it a second to to actually get going. Maybe this is just tutorial, yeah. and I'm like ready for level five already, um, and that. I'm like happily it actually happened to be the case. The music kicked in on the second level and, and I was like, there's the music I was looking for. Like the, the music rocks in this game overall. It's got that eight bit kind of era feel to it, inspiration behind it, but uses a newer style of music and it's just epic. It's got this art style, man. The, what did you think of the art style? Because the art style I think is really, really incredible. It's got this uh, Japanese kind of anime, a uh, little bit of influence, but then it's just got this like rad uh, bullet hell neon kind of look to it as well. Yeah, I agree. It definitely has an anime look, and also it helps that everything sort of looks like it's taking place in Japan, right? So uh, you get the cherry blossoms and everything, and it just it just has a nice look to it overall. Everything looks uh, super crisp, super clear. Um, really, really nice art style. Uh, I don't think I totally agree with the the music uh, statement because I. After playing, after dying, so first level I didn't like. First level is the only level I didn't like the music so far. I it, it wasn't that I didn't like any of the music uh, because I thought it was mm -hmm. all fine, but but after you know once I hit my third hour of playing, I was like, you know what? Let's take the let's take the music down and let me have 
let me have Alexa play some of my favorite music. It's like some real, you know, some rock and tunes and shit, like stuff that I really love and I can scream along to while I, uh, while I play this game. And I actually preferred that quite, uh, quite a bit more. But what I'll say is this is a, it's a roguelite. And so I was a little thrown off that the very first time I played like, like a lot of roguelites and like a lot of games in general, uh, you'll, you'll get to a boss and you have to die. Right, the very first time you see the first boss, it, it kills you. Right. There's just no way around that. It's like part of the game, right. and uh, and I was like, okay, well, cool. You know, it's like, and and I wasn't sure if that was the case or not um, right away, but what I was hoping for was that I was like, oh, I'm not even going to be able to complete the first stage because it's a roguelite. I'm going to have to keep coming back and taking all of my currency and, and upgrading my weapons and upgrading my uh, my shields and my HP and my fire rate and and into the. I, I thought it was going to be way more difficult. Um, when I, st- I got, I saw 60% of the game on my first life, which I thought was a little really? bit, yeah, I finished the first three stages on my, on my very first try. And I was like, that's, and there's only five stages. So I thought that was absolutely crazy that it was, that they actually let you play for so long before you die. Uh, and then you come back and it's like, okay, well now I'm upgrading my character with, you know, a charge shot with a, a, a permanent HP boost. Uh, you guys know that, you know, progression systems are my favorite part of pretty much any game yeah uh, and, th- and this has a great one like a, like any good roguelite uh the the permanent stat updates uh, upgrades are, are fantastic and this is great but that but i felt like when i got back when I, and I upgraded my character i was like i'm ready to take down the last two stages now i'm good to go like let's do this uh so i i don't i don't feel as though that there's a huge challenge here um and, and, I'm, and i'm a little and i'm a little bit concerned that it's not going to last me as long as i wanted to well, I think you're just kicking ass because uh, I felt like I played for a while and um, and yeah, and I thought it was pretty challenging. When when you got through your first run and everything, yeah, you said you saw like you have the new suits and everything yeah. uh, unlocked. Yeah, that's the cool thing about the progression. This it is a permadeath um, kind of deal. It's a permadeath roguelite where you start from the beginning again, um, but you do unlock. I think you do unlock some permanent stuff and you do. Um, you do get alternate models. Some have different like special attacks and and thing and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I don't know, man. I I feel like uh, the game was actually pretty challenging for me. And yeah, uh, I I'm surprised you got that far. I guess you just kind of you just kind of figured it out real quick. But um, yeah, it was a little bit more challenging for me. I I didn't get that far in my first run. No way. Hugh Guyver with the Australian $5 tip uh, sent a little, little emoji and then followed up said for some reason I couldn't send a super chat. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. Um, um, Sean Roy says, I always get confused with that term roguelite or roguelike. Roguelite, Sean, the easy answer that I'd use to distinguish the two, uh, and it's there's more characteristics in this to, to distinguish the roguelite from the roguelike, but the simple answer for me, uh, when a game has permanent stat upgrades, that automatically puts it into the roguelite category. Roguelike is means that you are starting from scratch every single time you play it, and you are and you don't have any permanent upgrades that you carry with you. Like every run, you are starting from scratch, completely from scratch. Um, there's a lot. Like again, that definition is really really loose, but that's the one that tends to be uh, what a lot of developers go by too. Yeah, but as I started getting more and more into this game, like I said, I think the game starts a little too slow for me, or it started a little too slow for me. But once it got going, I started to have more fun. Did you play this game standing or sitting? Oh, standing. Uh, but okay. Lu- but luckily, 
uh, I, I played it once in the living room and once here in the bedroom, and uh, and I always had to make sure that I was right in front of the couch or the bed because there were plenty yep. of times where I had to kind of crouch down, and instead of crouching, I just sat on the couch and or sat on the bed and stood <laughs> back up. I was like, this is perfect. Yep. Nice. Yeah, that's the thing. When I The first couple rounds I played, I will say I was sitting – and this game is so much better for standing. Like, the gameplay is better. It's more immersive standing. I don't feel like it's it's as much fun sitting down, although it is possible to play sitting down. I think it loses a little bit of it, um, of its, like, kind of uh, immersiveness when, when you're sitting down. Um, but, yeah, as I played this game more and more, I, I really started to enjoy it. I really love the boss fights. Um, I, I liked a lot of the challenges. Like you said, those, um, those obstacles that kind of fall, I mean, dude, you got to, you got to what level that wasn't all three hours, right? That you played. Um, no, the pro- got- like, like I said, the problem was that my first hour was on quest. And then when I decided like, Oh crap, I got to capture footage for games cast. I, I, I came in here and I, and I had downloaded the PC version and then I had to start all over again because my save didn't transfer over. Okay, um, and, I, and I had oh. the exact same experience on my first run of each one. I was like, I was like, this oh, okay. is fucking crazy wow. easy. Here I am, level four. Let's do this. <laughs> yeah, when I um, when I every time I restart this, it it gets crazier and crazier. You're not gonna. Well, that's what Triangular uh, was me. saying. Yeah, yeah. Trust me, when I when you go back in there on your second run, like you're gonna get your shit. <laughs> well, and I did I did a second run on each save on my quest save and my PC save. And, okay. and, uh, and I, and I did, I saw differences. I saw that maybe yep. it was a little bit harder, but I didn't see that it was a lot, a lot more, like extremely difficult compared to, you know, my character is now leveled up. So now I can take down enemies a little bit easier. And so the yeah. level of challenge that it, 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 it increased didn't, didn't feel like it scaled one-to-one with my upgrades. So I was like, oh, this is, this is still pretty easy. Um, yeah. I figure I'll, I'll give it a couple more tries and then I'll come back with a better, uh, I, I, I'm sure I'll get my ass kicked the next couple times I play, and then I'll go. I take it back, guys. I, I apologize. Yeah, yeah. That's that's kind of what happened to me. Like I, I, I've just I've gotten destroyed, just totally destroyed on on some, and just and it's just at random. Like I've I've played times after that runs after that that were a little bit easier. So I think it's kind of that procedural generation, uh, procedural generated stuff going at work here, um, where yeah, sometimes you can just get a run that just clobbers you and other times you know you i've i've gotten pretty far too i think i've gotten to level world five or something but but it gets it gets pretty challenging i don't think there's any question about it being too easy or or anything um but yeah i like the i like the upgrades that it has and i like the abilities that it has i like the different ships that you can choose from and overall like this game's not going to be for everybody but i think for the ones that it is geared towards uh i think they're going to be really uh pleased with it once they get into it more like maybe maybe at first it, it might be a little slow but but i think uh i think once it gets going i think and especially once they come back to it they're gonna really really enjoy it yeah uh one of the things for me you know having you know cut my teeth on some old school bullet hell games back in the day one of the things that yeah. always holds you back is the speed of your ship uh and the precision of the ship um, that you're moving around the screen with the controller this felt so much different because it's tracking one to one. You're moving your character around the environment and through this, right. you know, through this whole uh, flood of bullets, and it's one to one. And so, like, so it's way easier to navigate through uh, the, the bullet hell elements uh, than it would be on a traditional Dreamcast game with a Dreamcast controller along those side of things. Um, 
but in, in, and it feels weird to me. It feels weird to me that the, the quest controllers don't have a lot of weight. And so I'm just like, you know, doing this, it's very much the beat saber thing where it's a little bit of weight actually helps out the gameplay. So I think this is, I think right. this is going to play really well on PSVR when it gets here. Um, yeah. Because the I'm move controllers, you know, I, I think the size of the move controller and the weight of it will kind of be a little bit more one to one with what I want to do with the character. Um, and it won't have me kind of like flailing so much. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, I did some really of my favorite nervous. moments. Yeah, looking looking at your footage and yeah, seeing like the bullet hell in action. There's definitely some moments like I played a little bit just to refresh my memory right before the show and and like there was just some stuff where I was like, how the hell did I survive that? Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, there are times where you cannot see and there's just shit everywhere. There's giant obstacles and then there's bullets coming through those obstacles. Uh, and there was just so many times where I was just like, how did I make it through that? Super cool. Yeah. No, absolutely. Um, Donatello says, uh, what controls will this support on PSVR? I can only imagine it's going to be two move controllers because I, I don't think, uh, the, the idea is to be controlling these two different characters simultaneously and working together in tandem to, to get through the level. Uh, so I can't imagine this would even work properly with a dual shock four, to be honest with you. Right. So this will, yeah, like Rody said, this will be the only way to play it with, uh, with the moves. But this, yeah, this is pretty fantastic, man. I was, I was gonna say, you know, when we, when we first saw this game, I was like, I don't know, man. I don't think they, I don't think they, I don't think they need to make this. There was a part of me that said they, they're just trying to flesh out that whole Star Fox level of Pixel of '95 into a full-fledged game, and I couldn't have been more wrong. This, uh, this, this feels great. I love the look of it. I love the way it plays, and, uh, and I when yeah, I can't yeah. wait to get back to it tonight, honestly. Yeah, when I said, you know, to talking about D-Magnet, and I said, you know, I love indie games, but that felt a little bit amateur. This is the opposite. This is the kind of indie game that I like. Like, I don't care if you're a smaller team, have a smaller game. Um, when when you innovate and you really, you know, just have something at least to this degree, this level of um, experience, this level of creativity, and and gameplay and fun and mechanics and uh progression system stuff like that that is like the least amount of like indie that i i like to see um anything else to me comes off as a little bit like like i said a little bit more amateur like not like a product you're selling me but more like a game that you're learning and building in the process yeah i mean i mean come on I hope, hopefully everyone around here knows uh full well that we love indie developers we absolutely love what uh indie yeah. studios have done over the last five years uh but that doesn't mean that every indie game is going to be great <laughs> there's, right there's great and indie i was games. talking about the magnet this yeah. game is great <laughs> this game is great yep pretty good so far yeah yeah i'm interested i'm interested to see what other power-ups i can get uh what other permanent set upgrade permanent update upgrades i can get for my character i'm curious to see uh you know, I don't even have like a real full understanding of, of what you're taking into battle every time. Like some stuff is just for one specific run and, and some stuff is permanent. Uh, but, you know, I don't even know all the options there because I just playing it today. Um, I really don't have a full understanding of how everything works. So this is, uh, uh, I believe, Q4 currently. Is that the is that the estimated release date for this? No release date. Well, nope. Let's fucking hope it comes soon, man, because uh, this, this would be a great title to round out the rest of the year on PlayStation VR. Yeah. Nice. All right, man. You know what that means. You know what time it is. <laughs> it's 20 questions time, baby. Let's go. Man, when did I start dreading this game? <laughs> <laughs>
it's oh, it's man. way no no one understands how difficult this game is until you have to play it yourself on on camera um let me bring up the timer you you're the host right you got a game ready to i go? am hosting uh, yes i do you better be counting those questions man because oh shit thanks for reminding me <laughs> <laughs> i don't know why i forget that every time yeah i don't know why you do either <laughs> we've only done this a thousand times all right chat i want you to throw him off as much as possible what Wait. what <laughs> yeah that's on my side today bro <laughs> what a dick move we're gonna come up with a new hashtag by the end of this episode um, all right, you guys, if you haven't played uh, PSVR 20 questions with us before, this is how it works. AJ's going to think of a PSVR game. He already has one in mind. And then we have 20 yes or no questions uh, to figure out what game that is. And we're going to put six-minute timer up on the screen from Timertopia. And let's do this thing. Does it have aim support? No. Does it have? Uh, does it use the moves? Uh, no, not really. Not, not really uh, move support, no. Not really move support yeah i'd say i'd say mostly no is this an experience oh it's an experience all right i mean no it's a game but it's an experience too <laughs> okay has this, game. Has this developer made it's more than one psvr game all you are is history in the chat goes not really question mark Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad <laughs> you guys have. thought that was stupid, too. <laughs> they have made another VR game. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> Brax Bro says, is it heavy rain? <laughs> <laughs> Sean! Sean! Press X to Sean. Uh, is this a... Um, do, you, do you pilot a vehicle of any kind? Um, I'm going to say no. <laughs> I'm going to say no. No, you don't pilot a vehicle of any kind. Okay. Is it first person? A lot of people in the chat think it's Astro. It's not first person. It's not first person. All yeah. Right. No, it's not. Okay. Jason. It's <laughs> great. Was it Jason or was it Sean? I thought it was Sean. I thought it was Sean. Jason. Jason. Oh, was it Jason? Yeah. Oh, okay. My bad. Yeah. Jason. I fucking love that game, but holy crap, that is some terrible voice acting. <laughs> they're they're all like Dutch or Swedish or something. Um, third person, third person, third person. Uh, is your character a human? Do you play, does your third person character, is your third person character a human? Ah, uh, I'm going to say sort of, yeah. Coral. <laughs> I've got the chat so distracted with, with heavy rain. Uh, Press X it's, it's, a, it's a humanoid, so it's a humanoid character for sure humanoid character all right <clears throat> okay that eliminates astrobot that eliminates moss um is it a puzzle game no it's not a puzzle game 
Okay, that eliminates Along Together, that eliminates Carly and the Reaper Men. Uh, can't be Ghost Giant, no, those are all definitely fuzzy wuzzy creatures. Um, yeah, I like, I like Bound. Uh, that's a good answer. Um, trying to think of what I can ask to <laughs> not just eliminate Bound. Um, Question nine. Yeah, are you? Is, I'll just ask you: Are you a ballerina in this game? No, you're not a ballerina. All in right, we we'll had to eliminate that. Uh, Question ten. Yeah, I like. People are saying Theseus. There's not that many third-person games uh, in VR, so it, it's not bad trying to eliminate it this way. Does this game wish it was God of War? No. <laughs> it's not Theseus. Okay. <laughs> Theseus is a great $2 game. I don't even think it's a great $2 game. Don't play. Don't pay any more than $2 for it. <laughs> yeah, is it cartoony? Is it a cartoony POS? Asked Emily Baxter. <laughs> it's not a cartoony POS. All right. Well, that gets rid of, uh, that gets rid of Trover. Um. 10, 11. This is question 12. Does this look like an N64 game? <sighs> Wait, let me rephrase the question. Do you make a terrible face every time I bring this game up or say anything positive about it? <laughs> no. Okay, it's not Marvel's guys. <laughs> Kramer, it's not first person. It's third person. Um, oh, man. Can you still play this game? Is this, are the servers that are, wait, let me ask are the servers still up for this game I don't know this game doesn't have servers all right it's not, it's not Preda <laughs> so Gabriel. I'll give you that one for free all right we have 30 <laughs> seconds left I can't think of any th third person uh more genres uh is uh is there okay it's not it's not a puzzle game so it can't be demo um oh is it is it retro inspired yes it is kind of retro inspired is it uh is it Super Nintendo inspired? It is not Super Nintendo inspired. Okay, we have seven seconds. Is it Pixel Rip 1989? It is not Pixel Rip oh. 1989, my friend. I'm so Ooh. sorry. I win. It is. What is it? Res Infinite. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, that That's was a, a. I was hoping you'd go. Oh, somebody, Stevie Dan. Stevie Dan, you were so close. Man, you got. Um, that was definitely a tough one. Um, is it not first person in in VR? It's third person. Um, wow! It's like third. It's been so long person. since I played this. You aim, you aim with your head, like you aim in first person. But the game is third it person because you person. you have that humanoid kind of person. Yeah. No, that for you sure. Control. That, that was, a good was so. I was like, oh man, like I didn't realize this was going to be so hard. Although it totally to... supports the moves. Uh, does it? Yeah, one hundred percent. You can play with moves. All I know, shock. but you don't do like I. I all I've heard is that the you the, move the move vibrates. No, no, no. You you move the cursors on screen. It's it's 
it's just how how you want to aim. Do you want to aim with the dual shock? I mean, do you want to aim with your head and you play with the dual shock, or do you want to aim with the moves? You can aim with the. Yeah. You can aim with the moves. Yeah, but I Are hate it. Sure? I, I don't like the move support in this game. I think it. Uh, I, I don't think it's very good because uh, it doesn't. It doesn't feel one to one. It feels like you're dragging the cursors around the screen, and I hate that. Um, but honestly, I'll, I'll be honest with you, man. I don't think. I don't think even if I had that, um, I, I don't think I would have gotten it because I just my my brain was not on this whatsoever. I, I was obviously thinking about platformers and that kind of and that style of game. <laughs> so, no, I don't think I would have gotten it either way. Yeah, Stevie Dan no. says you guys didn't like the moves. I know I didn't like the moves. I all I knew was that. So I said kind of because I only knew that the moves vibrated, and I didn't realize you actually like could use them. I said I said it as I said yeah, kind of. <laughs> it was <laughs> we, we we were all a little bit intrigued by that answer. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. You don't you you don't play the game with the moves. Nobody does. Oh my God. All right, guys. I. Uh, <laughs> That was good, though. That was good. I, def- I should have gotten that. I, I, there were... Oh, man, I, yeah, I'm bummed I didn't... That's my, blood. my brain wasn't there. Because somebody did it. Be- somebody did suggest Tetris at the very, very beginning of the game. And if I had even thought about Enhance for a second, I probably could have gotten this. Uh, Steve Irie says, AJ's banned from 20 questions. GameCat, <laughs> formerly known as Mad Max, ran with the $2 tip, says, still on the hashtag hire AJ train. That's right, guys. Thank you so much for everybody getting on board with that. Um, it was really, really nice to see you guys come out and uh, help support the channel. And like now that you kind of know what the trajectory is, the plans are for the channel, we've sort of been saying it here and there over the last year or so. But yeah, we definitely want to you know get AJ uh, doing this full time as soon as possible. So again, if you can uh, if you can help us out on Patreon.com/slash/WithoutParoleGames, that would be fantastic, man. We want to we want to be doing this full force, uh, both of us going at this full time for you uh, before PSVR two gets here, long before PSVR two gets here. So, uh, like old times' sake, man. We thank you guys so much for getting us to where we are right now, and uh, and we very much appreciate wherever you take us. We love you so much. Remember tips. Remember tips videos. <laughs> remember. I don't know. Saturday Night Live streams on Without Parole. Let's do this. Oh, yeah. That could be a thing. Very interesting. <laughs> uh, guys, want to thank a few people. Want to thank Sci-Fi Gamecat Henry, who makes sure that this uh, show has timestamps a few hours after it happens every single time. I can't believe he keeps doing it, man. One of these days, he's going to go, Brian, I'm fucking bored of this shit. I, mean, I understand. I can't believe you didn't opt out sooner. Miles Dyer, who runs our Instagram account. Jay Meow, who's helping us get the website up and running. And make sure that this thing happens uh, up on Spotify. And up on uh, Apple Podcasts and a bunch of other streaming services. We keep forgetting to mention that at the beginning of the show. We should probably mention that. Make sure you also join us over on Discord. That's where all the moderators are making sure everything runs smoothly. They're doing that there. They're doing that here. Thank you to all the moderators. You are absolutely amazing. I don't know what I would do without you in my life. Um, Who am I forgetting, AJ? Me. (laughs) Thanks, AJ. Uh, Mods. uh, You probably already said mods. Uh, You said Miles Dyer. Uh, Professor Lilith running the multiplayer. Oh, yeah, Professor Lilith. Thank um, you. Good stuff. Uh, yeah. Uh, Jay Meow doing the website. Boy, you really, yeah, you weren't paying attention at all. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> Why do I ask you questions? Um, but guys, thank you, thank you so much. Thank you to everybody who hung out and and, uh, and hung out and watched live with us today. Thank you everybody who participated in the chat. Thank you to everybody who donated during the show today, and of course, thank you to everybody who sat back, watched the show, and didn't say a goddamn word. We know you're out there, and we love you so very fucking much. Uh, we can't do this without you. Uh, one final tip before we before we roll credits here, and that is Slyward two fifty one, the basement switch flipping <laughs> game cap. The five quid says move support in in res equals hashtag fire AJ. <laughs> Brian, cue the cat. I gotta get out of here. They're coming after me.
Man, I, I should definitely keep the cat. Let's do that. There. Keep the cat. I gotta go. But I want to first say, see you Wednesday to Blue to the Underground Game Catalyst. There's spot in the house. Uh, Miles Dyer. <laughs> he says, I love how they say my name with the accent. Maybe it's you with the accent. You ever think about that, Miles Dyer? <laughs> Wait, is there is, is there an accent? Do we need to? How do we say his name? <laughs> All you are is history. Laters to you as well. Guys, I'm fist bump to you. Brax Bro says, well, in case I don't see you later, good morning, good afternoon, and good night. I really like the way my robot says that when he says that to me every time. It's so sweet. Scott Jesco, PSN, Harry Fell, PSVR, GameCat for life. Goodbye to you, sir. Keep that train going. Choo-choo. Trying you later, my dude. Oh, I can't wait to play Hellsweeper VR. It looks like our game for sure. It's our little... Our little VR love child, Justin Cassidy, says, Meow. Uh, Sergeant Frosty, I hope this stream was your childhood again. Uh, confuse a game cat. <laughs> I can't stop laughing. Genetic blasphemy. Rez was 10 years too late to VR as far as I can say. Oh, boo. Boo. You're just mad because you lost and I won. Get some genetic blasphemy. Get some. Stevie Dan, the solo game cat. Twitch of the single player game cat. Uh, Donatello, the scientist game cat. Toss me a ninja slice. Donnie, unconditional malice. That sounds like um, something Brian would like. Tom Tom, thank you so much. Ian Stanbridge, thank you, homie. Slyward251, the basement switch flipping game cat. Says hashtag fire AJ. Ben Dawson says cancel culture. Uh, <laughs> Jay Meow, uh, I'm not disqualified. Uh, I have diplomatic immunity. Space Dedison, good to see you. You will always be Void Cat to me. Remember, Game Cat, formerly known as Mad Max. Witness, I have witnessed the Steve Irie. Thank you so much, man. Guys, exciting <laughs> stuff happening this week. Stay tuned and see you Wednesday. I just want to reiterate Flame Hat, the Game Cat in the chat says, suck it, AJ. <laughs> <laughs> I love you too, Flame Hat. Good night, everyone.